0: Welcome to Let's Talk About It, where we talk about the it's that no one wants to talk about. We are question-based and conversation-driven. Hi, my name is Olajiru Inozier. Hi, my
1: name is Paola Kamacho.
0: Thanks for hanging out with us, two immigrants who have a whole lot to say and a whole lot to learn. Hello! <laughs> my name is Olegiru. And I'm Paula. And welcome to Let's Talk About It, whatever it is we are in our month of may yay (laughs) it's warming up yeah it is warming up summer is near Mm -hmm. welcome everyone to this episode uh this is going to be a series about process so we are kind of in a situation where it's kind of the gap between seasons a lot of people are celebrating graduation and transitioning into new stages of their life thinking about what's next you know summer jobs trying to find things to do over the summer and so yeah Paula and I were like let's talk about it process is um (laughs) it's a lot and so we might as well bring it into this conversation but first our serious question
1: that's right before we dive deep into it Let's have some fun with this serious question. So, Leiju, if you could be an animal, which one would you be?
0: Mm, an elephant. Mm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Good choice. I would have picked the same one.
0: Uh, yeah, I would be an elephant. I love elephants, man. First of all, they're so cute. Second of all, they're very emotional creatures, according to animalologists. What are they called? Zoologists? No. That's, I don't know. What's Sounds the people so who study right? animals?
1: <laughs> Animal behavior? <laughs>
0: yeah, they always... Eto- yeah, what are they called? Oh, ethologists. Okay, yeah. So according to them, the elephants have memory and they... Like, when one of their own dies, they, like, take time to mourn that, Mm -hmm. I guess, that member, and they remember you, and they're just, like, really majestic creatures. So, and I think myself as, like, a person who feels deeply, remembers things, is kind of sentimental, Elephant would fit very well.
1: That's, That's a good choice. This week I saw a video of a family of elephants. I don't know where... But the mom was walking and he had a newborn and he was walking right beside her and her and the little, the oldest brother was walking right next to them too. So like the little one was just in the middle and they just take care of each other like so well, so cute. But anyways, give me your question.
0: (laughs) I feel like my question is, I don't know. (laughs) Let me just say it kind of worry so there's been a lot of talk about space Uh, right Uh huh. (laughs) okay now i have two questions but the first one is not as cool i don't think i don't know let me just say it so there's been a lot of talk about space lately with spacex and all of the manned missions and that kind of thing oh gosh so if you could no longer live on earth what planet would you move to and why well,
1: for technical reasons I think we are people are working on discovering if Mars <laughs> could be a place to live I don't know about the rest here right now <laughs> so I don't think you might want to pick another <laughs> planet <laughs> that I don't know if I could survive
0: <laughs> so you know what that's fair that's fair because you might as well go to one that Is already being discovered instead of having to do it yourself. Yeah. I have a question though. Mm -hmm. Why was I kicked out of her? Oh, I didn't get that far. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I could think of. I don't know, bro. I just, I didn't get that far. I'm sorry. Next time I'll think of a proper backstory. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Please do. (laughs) Anyways, moving on to our topic for the day. So later. As you mentioned already, we're gonna kinda dive into the topic of process, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. So where where are you in the process of of right now?
0: Ooh, that's a big question. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. Y'all, I'ma just be real with you. I'm in the process of so many things, it kind of feels like nothing is actually done. If I talk about on the surface level, just like tasks that I have to do, there's a lot of things. Uh, We have a nonprofit, so just trying to be in the process of planning all the things for that, Um, uh, you know, different creative things that I'm trying to put my mind to, you know, writing poems and stories and stuff like that. I'm also currently waiting to hear back from school so I'm hoping to be going to into another program in July and that has probably been the hardest thing of being in the process for because the application process is basically a year long so they open it at the beginning of the summer and they You don't hear anything back really until the beginning of the summer the next year. So hopefully I'm going to be hearing back from that in about a week or so. And wow, it has been (laughs) a journey and a half to have to be like, okay, next month is this milestone. Next month is this milestone. Two months from now is that milestone. And trying to be patient through all of that, uh, guys, like it has been driving me bonkers to be honest Uh,
1: i feel that
0: so many levels
1: and i think i like to believe that this is this has been one of the coolest things about our friendship this past year having to walk through it together even though it's completely separate we are like our journey is different from each other but we are kind of in the same place of like we're in the middle of everything being in the process like every single thing you can out there as you're listening think of we are in the process of but then it's been cool because like i let you to say patience is, is something that we have to work um and it's it's human and it's okay to lose your patience at some points but then to have another person who is sort of going through the same has being good, because I can definitely assure you. That, for example, last week I was truly losing my patience, <laughs> and I was like, "Alejandro, I'm done. <laughs> this is ridiculous. I need to see something happening." And you know, Olegio was in a place where she's like, "I understand you, but like, you got it. Like, it's gonna be okay." And it's definitely been the other way around sometimes, where just like, "This is stupid. I'm over," <laughs> and I'm like, "I understand, yeah. <laughs> but." <laughs> So it's been good to walk through the process together in a way. Totally.
0: And I think too, yeah, we've needed to have each other in that capacity because Yeah. It's almost like snap out of it, snap out of it, you know, in each time when we've been where we've been. And I think it's so interesting that the definition for patience is the capacity to accept or tolerate delay, trouble or suffering without getting angry or upset hmm (laughs) i'll read i'll say that again the capacity to accept or tolerate delay trouble or suffering without getting angry or upset (laughs) and i just think about that definition (laughs) and i'm like hmm (laughs) i don't know how applicable that is that has been you know in each time for me it's that idea of delay like i for a long time have just mm-hmm. had things happen one after the other, after the other, after the other. You finish this thing, you move on to the next. You finish that thing, you move on to the next. And to kind of sit in that space of what feels like delay <laughs> Key words without getting angry or upset is... Difficult. <laughs> it's a lot. It's very, very hard. And I don't think I've been in this place in my life ever before. And the funny thing is too, like I'll have moments where I'm like, I'm a patient person or I'll be praying and I'll be like, God, make me patient. Like, I just want to grow in patience and, you know, all the good things, Mm -hmm. right? We're like patience, love, kindness, whatever. And the funny thing is, in order to grow in those things, you have to be put in positions where you actually have to practice exercising those traits. And patience is like the one thing to me that I didn't realize, I don't think, cognitively when i was like yeah i just want to grow in patience that the only way to grow in patience is to be put in a situation where you have to have patience oh, sure and then i'm like sitting here like i don't want to be here take me out <laughs> <laughs> make it stop no that's
1: that's totally true like because how can you practice if you're just at peace that sounds horrible but it's true like you gotta like, you gotta be put in a situation where you kind of have to be tested in your patience.
0: And you also can't have patience without pressure, mm-hmm. I feel like. Like, y- yeah. if you're needing to have patience, there's a lot of pressures that kind of come with that situation of having to sit and be and wait. It, yeah, because there's, like, there are different...
1: Like, the pressure comes from different angles, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, there is external pressures from different places, but there is also that internal pressure that you put on yourself. Like, you know? Because at least for me, I know that, like, sometimes I can be my worst (laughs) almost enemy (laughs) because I'm, like, put so much pressure on myself that is, like, unhealthy. Um, but nobody else is like saying it or like I just think people are thinking that way or things like that, you know, and I feel a little bit of an imposter in many ways and it's just it's just a mess. But since we're on
0: the uh, topic of pressure, how about we speak about. Mm. So, <laughs> OK, Paul and I, we do a lot of thinking. Yeah, we do. OK, like Paul and I will just like sit and talk about random things and think about them, right? and so as we were kind of prepping for the series we were wondering like what do we talk about um and this idea of the five pressures of process just jumped out and Mm -hmm. we also like really like to do a lot of thinking and praying about what it is that we need to talk about and this is what came out and so For you guys in this episode, we just kind of want to break down what we've come to, and maybe even give some examples of of our own lives when we've had to interact with these things. And so I'll just go and list them out. We've kind of talked about a few already. So the five pressures of process relate to patience, performance, or people. Okay, so that's like you know slash. So it's like six, but you know those are kind of on the same line. So we've got patience, performance, or people priority, progress, and price. So we're going to kind of go through them and break them down a little bit.
1: Before we start, I want to point out the way we thought about it doesn't have, like, it's not on a specific order per se, you know? So, yeah, just wanted to make that mm-hmm, note out mm-hmm. there.
0: So in terms of patience, we've kind of already jumped into that. But again, that idea of holding on in the midst of delay. And I just always think about that idea of waiting, waiting. Oh, waiting, sitting, and literally just with wait, there's almost like the sense of hope because you're waiting for something, even if you don't know what that something might be, and it's hard. Like I'm, I'm waiting right now. I'm waiting for <laughs> to hear back from school. I'm waiting to know what I'm doing in the summer. I'm waiting to, you know, and it mm-hmm. it's a lot. Yeah, no, I definitely it's it's a test. <laughs>
1: in many ways because yeah even though like even when you know what you're waiting for sometimes you don't know what will come in between Mm -hmm. and that just in a way takes energy from you to be patient and it's tiring and you just because you're so tired then you start losing your patience more easily than you would have been if you were you know in a good place but um yeah it's it's truly a test in my opinion Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then the next one refers to the pressure of performance or people this is the one that trips me up the most i think (laughs) is those questions of what people think i should be doing where i should be at the pressure to do more than i actually am doing or comparing um because i'm like this is where i am and i think according to the general processes of where everybody else is this is where i should be and then i kind of get stuck in this cycle of being excited and happy for other people and then being disappointed and upset in myself because i'm thinking about how my speed should be and if it doesn't match up with what i think their speed is then i feel like i'm doing something wrong totally and i think
1: for me, a lot of it is that pressure put to myself to perform and be at a certain point. And I think a lot of it, like when it comes to performance, the way I see it, or at least I used to, I, I think I, I'm working on it and I'm getting better at it, is like I am I'm the oldest of street, right? And I think a lot of the times it was that pressure that i'll put on myself of like i gotta be like an example to my brothers you know like i gotta lead them by example i gotta show them the way and then when you find yourself in a place where it's like here you know, this awkward in between is it's a lot because it's like i should be at a better place like this is not the kind like this is real talk this is what i think sometimes this is no how i'll be leading my brothers like what am i showing them but um it turns out while in the waiting and in this process they they teach me that it's okay
0: (laughs) totally and then the next one we came up with is priority so kind of wondering (laughs) what is the most important thing to do while i'm in the middle of waiting and kind of thinking about What there is a priority. Like, I know there's something that's more important than another thing, but it's hard to know because you're kind of feeling pressure on all sides. And something that has really helped me think about what is priority is thinking about where is it that I'm trying to go. Because sometimes it's like, I don't know what to do right now. Like, I'm waiting and I feel like I'm disempowered because I don't have anything that I can do while I'm waiting. But if I sit down and look at, okay where I'm going what are the things that need to be done in order for me to reach that destination and be actually prepared to be in that destination and what is the order of what is most important to have done for when I get there so okay say I'm trying to okay we'll take this podcast for example we want to have a podcast and we know that we can't start it now And we need, we're going to start it, you know, at the beginning of another year. And while we're waiting for that year to happen, there's a priority of things that we could be doing in order to be prepared to launch when we actually get to that position of launching. And there's you know more important and less important things that we could be doing we have to you know set up how we're gonna market it we have to think about content we have to think about what is our what's our perspective when we get there um -hmm. and then kind of trying to rank out okay We're doing a podcast. What's the most important thing in this podcast? Probably our perspective and what it is we're actually going to be talking about. So let's take the time and write that down and figure that out. Okay, what's another thing? Well, we want people to listen to it. So probably marketing. Like, how are we going to get our word out there? How are people going to listen and and learn about us? Okay, You know, and then kind of just like, and also setting up what are going to be my boundaries? What am I okay with working on and what am I not okay with working on? Because I can assure you that by the time you get to that place, that next year when your podcast is about to launch, your schedule is going to be completely different from where you are now, most likely. And what you're going to have the capacity to do there is going to be. affected by what you've done today to set up the correct boundaries to set up the correct priorities Mm -hmm. um, to set up yourself for success essentially so i think for me that's what's really helped because yeah sometimes you just have to wait but are there things you can do in that in the middle of that season Mm -hmm. that will allow you to be prepared for where you're trying to be
1: yeah i agree and i can testify there have been times in our friendship where we would like this waiting sucks. Can we just get what we want? <laughs> Why do we have to wait? And I think it wasn't until we kind of own it to the process of, or the place where we found ourselves in, that we can say we we saw progress in a way. Because it's easy to get caught up on like, nothing is happening, like, this is nowhere I want to be. But just as the end of your goal is important, the part in between is important as well, and it's that idea of like, okay, how can I be proactive while in the waiting? you know, and like for me well I am in this waiting, one of the things I've been, and it's hard like it's truly hard to ask God these things, but like i'm I ask God okay well, what is there to for me to change while in the waiting what is where what, what are some things that are not good of me, and he will show you <laughs> like he will truly show you. But then it's like, do I, I didn't want to know that.
0: Yeah, it's like, I don't really <laughs> want to work on that. <laughs> yeah.
1: So like Alicia was saying, well, in the waiting, you can definitely like work towards not be 100% ready because I don't think you will ever be 100% ready, but be somewhat prepared for what the next season, and what the place where you go and will bring with it.
0: And kind of what you've already said links to this, you know, this fourth point of progress excuse me which you've already mentioned in that idea of even that idea of trying to do what you can is progress but we get so caught up in the idea of what progress should look like Mm -hmm. you know um and you and i have kind of talked a lot about the idea of change happening even when we can't see it and for me this year a lot of the imagery a lot of the Things that I've been thinking about have had to do with seeds and planting and growing and blooming. And all of that kind of relates to what progress sometimes looks like, where you're buried under the ground. You've been planted under the ground and nothing on the surface looks like it's shifting. There is no sprout. There is just dirt and rocks. As far as the eye can see, the sun is beating down on the ground and it's dry and you keep watering it thinking, I'm just going to water it because the ground is dry and maybe something underneath that I know I put there will come out one day, but I'm just going to keep watering it and see what happens. Mm -hmm. A week goes by, two weeks go by, three weeks go by, and all of a sudden you start to see a tiny, tiny little sprout. And this tiny little sprout, in comparison to the rest of the forest, where you've got these huge trunks that have lots and lots of rings. Side note the rings on a trunk will tell you how old the tree is, so like how many you have. Anyways, so you have these huge trunks, and they've got branches, and they've got fruit, and flowers, and all these things. And all you see is this tiny little sprout not even the the size of your pinky finger and it's like is that progress did that process really bring any progress all you can see is that tiny little thing and it's again bringing us back to that idea of why do we allow others to decide what our progress should look like or what progress is worthy of having recognition yeah I don't know I just I think that progress is putting one foot in front of the other and sometimes it doesn't look like anything at all at first anyways
1: yeah you know as you were speaking it reminded me of this picture I saw one time and I don't know if you've ever seen it it's like two carrots and you know how carrots have like leaves on top when they're growing on the ground and like this one has like a huge thing of like green stuff lifts oh, that sounds so unscientific right now <laughs> 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 but my point is one of them had like this it looked like big and it's like oh it's probably like a beet carrot underneath the ground and then there is this other one right beside it and it has like this tiny little piece of green on top of it it's like oh there's probably nothing in there and then uh, it just gets pulled out or something I Like the one with nothing is huge. It's a huge carrot. And the other one with like so much, it was a, such a tiny like little carrot. And it's that idea, like you were saying, like on the surface level, <laughs> you know, it may seem like, oh, these people are doing like so much, mm. so much. And I'm here. <laughs> what have I done? Where is my progress? But then like. It's that idea of, well, well, first of all, what is progress? <laughs> what is defined as progress and what is not counted as progress? And second of all, like just because your progress is not something huge and visible to others doesn't mean there hasn't been progress, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. I think about myself and how this past year has looked nothing like how I wanted it to look like at all um i've been home for a lot of it and i'm so grateful that i have the opportunity to be home in the middle of you know times that are sort of uncertain but the probably the biggest growth or the deepest growth that i've had has been in my spiritual growth um in terms of thinking more about what i believe getting to know god better and that's all internal you know like i can't it's not like i go outside and there's a meter you know how in video games you've got like your health and there's a you know there's like a meter for how many hearts or how much health you have Mm -hmm. yeah it's not like i go outside and i have one of those for for internal growth or like spiritual growth or personal awareness or whatever type of internal growth you name it and it's not like people can see that and be like oh well they drew in 2020 you were at 10% and now you're at 50% wow congratulations on your growth no it doesn't happen like that sometimes I wish it did so people could you know stop asking me you know oh what are you doing what are you doing what are you doing and i know it comes from a good place but Mm. yeah and so that growth is inside and it sometimes feels like have i even have i done anything has there been any progress and then i think wait a minute alidra you are more confident you are more sure of who you are and what you're on this earth to do you have a deeper more vibrant relationship with god you are doing better better than you've been doing in a very long time because you've had that time to really sit and, and grow internally. But nobody sees that in the way that I think it feels like it should be seen, right? It comes out in other ways. It comes out in actions. It comes out in the way that I speak. It comes out in different little things, but there's not really like a big, <laughs> you were here and now you're here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then it makes me
1: wonder, what part of it is us putting that pressure on ourselves beyond anything? Because like, and I think you mentioned this a little bit on our last series or last episode of of the series where you were just describing a scenario where somebody asked you how you were doing and you were like, you know what, I'm going to be real. I'm not doing anything right now. And that took a lot of pressure from the other person. And so like, I'm just wonder like, because of this quote-unquote societal pressure we don't even know how to react when people ask us what are you doing because it feels like we should be saying something big but on the other end you being honest and being like you know I don't have a job I have grown on my faith, and I've done some personal growth that probably helps and allows the other person to be open and honest about where they find themselves at
0: 100 percent I think a lot of it is personal pressure, but that personal pressure, it's all interconnected, right? That personal pressure is related to external pressure. It's just in a different form. Um, and yeah, it—it it is all just very woven together. And you're right. I think it goes back, like you said, to the last episode, where we're talking about how do we be authentic? How do we be our real selves? And doing that is often done through the place of, stepping out and being authentic being your real self first yeah and that leads to it can lead to helping another person do the same thing which is really really cool the uh last one that we had on here was price Mm -hmm. so the idea or question of what does all of this cost us what do we benefit from it is there you know a level of of, um, is there a level of something that I'm willing to sacrifice to make it through this pressure there's always 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 the option of giving up and so it's asking ourselves what am I willing to give up am I willing to give up what do I have to let go of through this process to actually make it through the process <laughs> and get to the destination that i have in my mind. And another thing that i also think about is oftentimes in process the destination we have in mind is not the destination we actually get to. <laughs> and <laughs> and that that shift that happens in the middle space is really really important in dictating where we go. Yeah. And sometimes you know i'll think about oh okay my destination is, so I'll take an example. We've kind of talked a little bit about it already, but, you know, I graduated in October and my destination was to, sorry, I graduated and I finished my coursework in August, graduated in October. But in that time, my destination was do everything you can to get back to New York so you can do your job there so that you can, you know, start living your best life. And in the process (laughs) in between, I had to learn, nope, we're not going back to New York, but how do I still do the things I need to do so I can start living my best life? Um, And at that point, you know, the process showed me that living my best life looked a lot different from what I thought living my best life looks like at the beginning of the process. So, yeah, it's asking ourselves, what are we willing to let go of to gain what? (laughs) What does it cost? And I think,
1: as you were mentioned, this whole, like, journey and getting to the destination, um, that whole idea of what happens in the middle of it, right? Because <laughs> I think we... we Sometimes we don't even want to get on board where we're like, oh, this is where we're going. At first, we're hesitant about, like, oh, I don't want to do that or whatever. But then you get on board and you're like, okay, cool. We're going there. And then you just want to get there. (laughs) And you want to ignore what happens in between. But the thing is, what happens in between is as important as what happens at the end. Because like you say, even in the in-between, you can find out that your destination is going to change, you know? And so to be like... Open about that and be willing to understand what happens in the middle allows you to see that hey, maybe the destination is gonna change, and that's okay now what what steps can I take moving forward to to get to where i'm I'm supposed to go now
0: hundred percent and you know you told me a story about um cars and road trips that I thought was a really great example of of this idea, do you wanna wanna tell our people the the story?
1: <laughs> yeah, let me let me pull it out. I have my notes. I say, life is sure as many could argue, but it feels like we are all racing to get there first. That we are forgetting to enjoy, enjoy the view, to roll down the window and breathe some fresh air. You are passing by without appreciating the things that are part of the journey, and then. I say, you are not taking the time to appreciate the beauty of the moment. And there are things and places that you will only experience once in your lifetime. But if you're hitting the gas so you all could get there faster because you think what will make you happy is waiting for you at the end of the road, then you're missing out on the journey. And so it was the whole idea of like, let's say you're going from point A to point B and you just want to take the fastest road. Get there in two hours um but let's say you have to stop for gas uh, somewhere in between and in that in between you find this beautiful <laughs> city or things like that and you get more time with the person you're traveling with and like you get to see places that you've never been and like experience something different but i feel like often we are in this rush to get to point b that we forget to enjoy debut (laughs) in between yeah that's kind of where this whole thing was going
0: it's beautiful it's there's just so much truth in it right and the importance of kind of walking through the the middle walking through the middle yeah so i think that you know it's really important to be thinking about who are we becoming in the process? Because a lot of us are still in the middle of becoming who we want to become. And that can be in any you know, part of our lives. And I think it's important really to recognize the process that you are in and to ask yourself, what are the tools that I need to do the process well? And kind of in relation to your, to your story paula that idea of also thinking about process as part of the destination as a destination in and of itself as a place that we find ourselves being in i think is really important for you know for shifting perspective
1: Mm -hmm. exactly
0: yeah like you say guys um
1: we (laughs) ourselves we are still in the process in the waiting we're still put into practice the patience and all of these things um we can say that we have progress on our journey but there's definitely times where we still feel a pressure to like perform and a pressure to to be elsewhere than where we find ourselves and that's okay don't feel like those are unvalid feelings you know like it's not rainbows and butterflies (laughs) (laughs) there are days where you are gonna hate it and it's okay you don't deny it because it was gonna make you bitter
0: at the end so good such good stuff well guys thank you for listening to us talk about process in the episodes to come we'll kind of be you know diving deeper into some of these topics and having some guests come on and join us for the conversation as well so we want to say stay safe out there we know that the world is kind of in dealing with a lot right now so make sure you're taking care of yourself keeping your loved ones close extending love to other people and yeah we will see you next time adios amigos this is oledra nozie this is and we're signing out for let's talk about it Whatever it is.
1: If you would like to stay in contact with us, you can visit our website at www.letstalkaboutitpod.com or send us a quick email at host at letstalkaboutitpod.com.
0: We're also on all social platforms on Facebook and Instagram at the Let's Talk About It Pod and on Twitter at the capital LTA lowercase it pod. We'll talk to you soon.
1: Bye for now.